0: This podcast is part of the Frederick Podcast Network. Learn more at listenfrederick.com.
1: Welcome to Season 3 of the Big Sci-Fi Podcast with Adina, Brian, Chris, and Steve. The biggest, most fun podcast in the galaxy. This is the Big Sci-Fi Podcast, Season 3. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of the Big Sci-Fi Podcast. My name is Brian Donahue. I'm one of your co-hosts. I'm here with my lovely other co-hosts, Chris, Steve, and Adina. And we are excited this week because we're talking about a film. Th- I, I Let me change what I just said. I'm going to take it all back. I'm excited this week. <laughs> to ta- I don't want to speak for my other co-hosts until I hear their opinions and thoughts. But we're talking about the 2021 film adaptation of Frank Herbert's Dune. For those of you that have watched previous episodes, especially our worst uh, science fiction uh, list that we've made in the past, I believe it was a two-parter. I listed Dune, I believe, as one of the worst sci-fi films, and um, I'm happy to say that as I watched the 2021 version of Dune, decidedly different experience for me as a science fiction Mm -hmm. fan and I'm so hyped to talk about Dune. But before we do that today, uh, I want to introduce our guest once again, Chris Fox, all the way from Canada. How you doing, brother?
2: I'm good. Things are good. Uh, I've been watching Endor, which we'll talk about later, and I'm obsessed with it. I went from really forcing myself to watch it to now, like, that's all I want to do. Other mm-hmm. big news I've decided to apply for film school uh in oh, wow, which I can do part wow, two, uh, not part time uh so I can do that after work, which will be great and uh yeah, things are good. I'm excited to talk mm-hmm. about dune
1: right on, and he's wearing quite the nice fancy tie with the tie clip too Props to your brother looking nice, and I uh, my Conan <laughs> and Adina. <laughs> All the way I'm... from Florida, not <laughs> yes, Maryland today. Not How you Maryland,
3: doing you? no. I'm doing good. Uh, it's Well, earlier today it was sunny out here in Florida. I'm, I'm enjoying the sun in the middle of winter.
0: Mm, yes.
1: <laughs> you sure we don't want to hear about it. We just need you not to talk oh, about the I'm weather. So
3: sorry. I can't <laughs> help it. <laughs> I can't help it. But, yeah, I'm in Florida for a couple weeks living and working down here.
1: Fantastic. And all the way on the other coast of the United States. We're literally coast to coast mm-hmm. today uh, and top to bottom too, Canada, down into Florida and uh, what have you. But uh, Steve from Los Angeles, how are you doing, my friend?
0: I am doing fine. I'm happy to be back with you all to talk about this movie and just just to share um the thoughts with you all because i i truly appreciate hearing what everyone has to say and
1: uh so let's let's get into it my friend all right oh, yeah. uh mm-hmm. uh give me just a sec here because i lost my notes here we go oh no
3: remember we're um, talking about dune
1: we're talking about <laughs> dune so dune. overall uh, not now i need you guys because we're going to dive into it here okay Mm-hmm. So now is not that I'm going to ask you just a general, what are your first impressions of this film? General feelings. Don't get too detailed because hopefully mm-hmm. we'll have time to really dive into this film, pick it apart a little bit. But uh, uh, let's start with Steve. What what are your general um, thoughts about this film? Uh,
0: <laughs> you know how they do those commercials where they say four or five doctors recommend, right? Right. I don't know if I can truly say right now, three out of four podcasters recommend the movie Dune for you to watch. To me, it was a meh. Really? A okay. Meh. That's interesting. It was a meh. Yeah. And okay. I, I don't want to get it. We, we're, we'll we break it down into other things like that, especially what Chris had mentioned prior to it. But um, I, the more I watched it, the more I thought I was watching Star Wars or was star Wars watching dune but um that's another mm. thing to discuss um but i went in with very high hopes about the film and i walked away going this is a very long movie and it just seemed that way
1: okay too. okay fair yeah. fair okay adina
3: so i liked it uh, i'm not like oh my god this is the best thing everyone has to go watch it kind of like it but i like the aesthetic a lot i love the look of it i love certain things like some of the ships like the dragonfly ships i don't know what their official name are um so there, there are a lot of things i like but yeah i, I would agree with the, the long comment and i guess remember like ahead of time when i was trying to download it i, I asked her, i was a little unclear about And again, this was just because I hadn't, I guess, been paying attention when it came out. Like, at some point, I thought it was a movie, but then I thought it was a series. And then I was like, oh, this is a part one movie.
0: And so, yeah. There is a plan for two more movies.
3: Right. See, and now um, I'm I'm not a fan of them dragging things out like that. You know, please, I I struggle with that because when I read a book, and I haven't read the book June. When I read a book I and I know that they're turning into a movie, my first thought is, you know, this is like what happened with the Martians. Like, hmm, what amazing detail are they going to cut out? And so I know I'm giving something up by going to the screen. But on the other hand, I'm kind of OK with that. I'm OK with it just being a two mm-hmm. to three hour movie. So I was a little sad that, oh, gosh, there's going to be more. Like, I, w- I would rather it have just been one like three hour movie. I But I, I still liked it, and I still am looking forward to the next next part.
0: Okay, It's it's funny that you said that, Adina, because uh, my wife had mentioned that. And then a couple days later, I just sent you guys a, a picture of a cartoon that says, read the book first. I distinctly remember saying, read the book first before seeing the movie. <laughs> and was that the case with this as well?
3: Yeah, except for I've never read Dune. Mm-hmm. i remember attempting to read it when i was in high school and i i didn't get into it you know it was not i i read a, i read science fiction when i was in high school i read a lot of the older science fiction when i was in high school but dune re- mm-hmm. was something i was never able to get into mm-hmm. at the time and now i haven't tried since mm-hmm.
1: yeah okay i want to come back to that point but not until after chris gets to share his <laughs> point of view <laughs> Sorry, that was don't denied. get all choked up it's
0: okay, buddy. okay
1: chris <laughs>
2: I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to it's cough okay. again. It's okay. I'm gonna try and get this out. I I was honestly I was all in. Like when I saw the trailers, I thought, okay, it looked cool. I heard it was slow, but I thought best way to watch it is at the movies where I'm not distracted. I can really focus. And the thing that st- stood out to me was the aesthetics and the fact that everything seemed slightly uncomfortable. Everything was unsettling, and I have to cough again. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, there's something to that. That right that now. whole
3: concept of the frame of mind you watch any particular movie in, right?
2: Yeah. Like, it's definitely something that I don't know. Had my buddy Kale not been excited to go see it, I don't know that I would have gone to it. I probably would have tried to watch it at home, which would have been a mistake because I just feel like there's so much stuff that you can get from watching it in a theater. You can hear the dialogue because the plot, which I'd forgotten what it was all about, is very much you need to be listening to the story. I need to I, be. I watched
3: it on my phone.
1: Yeah. See, I feel like that's harder. <laughs> oh, because... that's not even fair, then.
3: <laughs> so I, I never. I just was trying to. Well, but but again, I liked it and I liked the aesthetic. But I'm like watching it on my phone. The phone is six inches from my face, so it's like you know I might as well be with a big screen you know, I feel like I was able to to see quite a bit, but that was the only time I, you know, when I was traveling last week, right, that was right. the only opportunity. Now yeah. I did it in my hotel room when I was by myself. It's not like I was doing it on the airplane or, you well, know, you I, I watched it while I was, yeah. yeah, where, yes, I would watch mm-hmm. it in a situation where I could focus on the movie, but I did have to watch it in two sessions. I couldn't um finish it all in one evening.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. So yeah. I I guess for me, okay, I was so, I wanted to like the version that came out. What was it in the eighties or seventies? Nineteen eighty four. Nineteen eighty four. So bad because it had Patrick Stewart in it.
2: Exactly. Yeah.
1: Had other people in it too.
3: But can I ask you? Can I ask you this first? When did you watch it? And did you watch it knowing already Patrick Stewart was in it?
1: Yes. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I know. I knew he was in it. Um.
3: Because I didn't when I first when I watched it, I was probably in some like in high school. Mm -hmm. I don't think I knew he was in it. I was watching it because at the time when I truly became a science fiction fan, it was like, okay, now I need to see all the science fiction. And it's not like there's a lot of stuff to see back then. It's what you could rent from the video store. Mm -hmm. There wasn't a lot. So that was why I that was what motivated me to watch it. And then when I'm watching it, it's like, oh, my God, there's Patrick Stewart.
0: Right, see, and and I saw the original Dune or the eighty four version when it came out before TNG and Patrick Stewart was known, so it was more um, Sting was the reason why people went to go see it because he was the oh. big star in the movie, and at that time, Police the band was you know really at the top of their charts. Yeah, so that was the draw there.
1: Well, I I the first time I watched this because now I've watched it three times. Okay. And I watched it the second time because I was going to formulate the outline for this podcast. Mm-hmm. But then, I don't know, we pushed it back. We had other things pop up. And so then I was like, I better watch this again just to make sure I, I'm remembering correctly. So I've actually endured three times of watching this film. The third time was choppy. Did you just you. use the word Endure. Thank not, you. Thank you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's not the word. Right, that someone I'm going to, not I'm gonna,
1: to use. I'm gonna, it's like, okay. Oh my
0: God, I'm eating oatmeal again for the third day in a row. <laughs>
1: that's actually a good idea. I should actually have some oatmeal again. So I'm going to rewind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: I've actually enjoyed watching this film three times <laughs> for the sake of this <laughs> podcast recording. You guys are crazy. And, uh, I, I got to tell you, this is a film that I genuinely really enjoy watching. And I I totally get why Adina and Steve, you're kind of, you know, eh is, you know, uh, I totally get that. Um, but for me, I just watch it and I love all the actors in it. Um, I think that yeah, this, they, the cast know, is great. I think that with a story like Dune... And I haven't read the book, but I think I'm going to. I've been meaning to mm-hmm. for the last few years. And I think I'm finally going pull to the, pull the trigger on that and do that. And, um, But I don't know if you could do a book like Dune in one film, effectively. I think that was part of the problem with the original film was that there was so much, you know, it was just it was this very weird, quirky thing with all this stuff in here and like, what in the heck is really going on? Well, that, so that's my, the thing
0: with At the end of the movie, my wife went. What? That's it?
3: The end of the original movie?
0: No, this one. This one. Because no, because it didn't
3: end. This was like a third of the way in.
0: Because the the movie ends with okay, they go off and they're going to have another adventure, and that's movie number two. So there was at least with Star Wars, the original one, it was a it could be a complete movie. You didn't have to have any sequels, and would have been okay. But this, they deliberately said.
3: No. Well, it's like the Hobbit. It's well, like what see, they did with the Hobbit. Which I, re- I, I, as much as I love the book, the Hobbit, and I also love the aesthetic and the look and feel of those that series of movies. I, I had, I struggled watching the Hobbit drawn out into three movies.
2: Mm-hmm. See, it's funny. I was about to bring up the Hobbit and say I would agree with you for the most part in the case of like <laughs> the Hobbit because the Hobbit was just like okay. That was brutal. It was really like, okay, what's in the, what's at the movies right now? Hobbit. Huh, I guess we're doing that because at least it's something to do, and it's people are talking about it. But that movie was brutal. But I feel like with Dune, there's just so dense that they like. For me, I don't see. I'm looking forward to seeing the other two movies because there was so much in it, and I would have loved even more, just like more backstory. Mm-hmm. And I think part of the reason I liked it a lot was because my neighbor next door is really into doing so i went over to his house and he was giving me kind of the backstory on the computers and why they don't use computers and the i shouldn't call them the dudes with the eyes but um i can't think of the term but like there's people that are like super intelligent people yeah Yeah. that act as computers because yeah there was they gave
0: it up twenty thousand years ago yeah that's what it says on wikipedia
2: yeah so that stuff was cool so i feel like you can you can break that out into three movies a lot better than a dude has to go find some treasure and then help the, not the the dwarves do that.
0: One question.
3: Watching the movie last week, it made me want to rewatch the 1984 movie because I I am a little surprised at the, I'm now feeling surprised at the criticism of it because I feel like the did get all the major elements and all the important things in that movie because that's the only reason I know all those things is because mm-hmm. it was in that movie. So it had to have been there. You know, like I know what's supposed to happen in these next two movies, assuming they they follow the book. But that first movie, you know, I think Frank Herbert was, you know, did say that yeah, it did follow the book. It it did have his voice in it. Hmm. Um but I want to go back and rewatch the 1984 and maybe I do want to read the book now.
2: And I haven't mm-hmm. seen the original, so I it's hard for me to like base it on like without having mm-hmm. seen the original. For me, I thought they did a good job, but I, I don't know how it compares to the original movie. And I'm just for me, it was like the aesthetic. Like the story was interesting, but I just I love that world. I like it reminds me of Blade Runner, where I don't love the movie Blade Runner itself as a film, mm-hmm. but like as Runner. a visual experience <laughs> in terms of like the way it made me feel was mm-hmm. just incredible where every single thing in that movie even with dune it's like sitting at a at a table eating dinner seems more stressful in dune because you have these weird lights everything's uncomfortable and it just feels like there's something about it which i really enjoyed it's right visually yeah. interesting
3: it's a it's a we have different... to talk about blade runner another day by the way it's a
1: yeah, key, yeah, yeah that's fair Definitely i, I, I we should um and in... I think that this, this film, it is, it is a different kind of story. It's a little bit far out there. Like, like Mm -hmm. it's a different kind of science fiction story in my opinion. Um, And so it is, it is, it has a lot of elements to it that uh, that word you keep using, Chris, uncomfortable. I mean, this, this, one of the things I think they did well is this, is even though we've alluded, maybe it looks a little Star Wars ish. Um, I, I think I think it's it's an un, it's an I, I guess it's an uncomfortable situation what what the House of Antares is thrown into, mm-hmm. and um, all of that stuff going back and forth is just it is uncomfortable and it's not really easy to watch sometimes because it's so foreign in that regard. But I just had to say this one comment. Okay. Mm-hmm. I am caught off guard that Steven Adina did not love this film. I'm a little surprised. Well, oh, I'm say I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm hey, not welcome like to the, the level of Steve.
3: Club.
1: <laughs> I have to bring it up. I don't
3: want I feel like Steve is in a different category. I'm, I'm not quite at that level. Uh,
0: maybe in my, in <laughs> one sense is that I went in thinking, one thing like I had my very high expectations of this movie mm-hmm. and then I watched star Wars and I'm sorry. <laughs> and then it, and then i read again on Wikipedia that George Lucas was very much influenced by the book Dune when he wrote Fence. star Wars. And yeah. if you look at the characters in this film, every one of them is in star Wars. Tatooine is uh Erican it's the saint it's it's the it's a desert no, planet no no
3: it's not and no no, no but see okay no but it, it's a desert planet but the difference between dune and star wars is in tatooine it's just the planet it's just a place where in dune controlling that place is very meaningful. Tatooine does not is not an analog for that by any by any stretch of the imagination. So just by the fact that they're both desert planets, I don't think okay. it is thing. It's the fact that the whole dune centers around the control of that planet. That's what, you know, you have this broad empire. Right. But control of that planet is the whole yeah. focal point where that and has that- nothing to do with Star yeah. Wars.
0: And then the other thing is is that, you know, the the spice is so important. But the spice mm-hmm. was cool. But do we yeah. ever see it being used in any way, shape, or form in the film?
2: I, I, in in, in Dune or interplanetary in Star Wars?
0: can travel, but I don't see anybody doing interplanet travel well, I,
3: that's because they because this is only part one of the movie in yeah. in the original movie nineteen eighty 1980, the nineteen eighty four version we did see it we did see those people do it right right
0: but i'm I'm looking we're talking about this film yeah. and so well, that's where it left done. me going what?
3: Well, yeah. because we're only a third of the way through. It's like right. we've only watched the first, like, if, it's like we only watched the first third right. of the 1984 right. movie. We have not right. seen the whole, see, we all should right. revisit simmer this whole down. conversation you, simmer after. Simmer down, <laughs> you two. Simmer
1: <laughs> down. It's okay. Chris and I are nice and relaxed and happy. You guys <laughs> are all is, uptight. And, oh, I'm, all, uh, I'm, not, I'm, just, I'm just fine. You don't be fired up. That's okay. That. But that's Can good. Just, that's uh,
0: good because you should be passionate right, about it
1: go ahead yeah yeah, yeah. i mean pas- passionate either way that's what we're looking <laughs> yeah. for it's yeah. fine right. mm-hmm. we all love each other we're friends we're gonna we're oh, gonna get that's... through this today no, okay oh, i think we're so, actually like I said, gonna end over dude. wouldn't <laughs> <that> be funny <laughs> that wouldn't be funny no it wouldn't be funny so <laughs> okay. so question number two okay uh-huh. uh maybe maybe this will bring us back together a little sure. bit more <laughs> 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 what did you think of the cast whose performance or role did you like the best Oh. And and you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna let Chris go first sure. since he and I are um flying <laughs> together here on right. a day so mm-hmm. uh, why can
2: I think of his Oscar Isaac's character? Yes. I liked him a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna lie, a lot of that was because of how good his hair looked. I'm like perfect hair, beard combination, the outfit looked good, and he seemed like he was just an honorable guy who's just trying to do the right thing where possible. Um so I enjoyed that. I liked um not Timothy Oliphant. I'm I'm blanking on all the names, but like the the kid. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, it's Paul. Paul.
3: The guy who Paul's plays Paul Atreides.
2: Yes. So I liked yeah. I liked his arc. Um and then there was there's was like two other people that really stood out to me. One Duncan? these are all the see, this the problem is I saw this once when it came out. <laughs> so I haven't mm-hmm. watched it since. Mm-hmm. Okay, I I want to call him the guy from Mamma Mia who's also an Andor, but he plays like the big um, creepy dude who's like in the tub a lot of the time. Yeah,
1: he's, he's on Andor too. Yeah, he, so he yeah. is Omamia. Okay, same actor. That's So was... I, I just
2: liked how
0: you mean
3: the guy the their character of Harconin the Vil uh, Vil uh,
0: Valdemar is his name. Vildemar, sorry, Valdemar thing V L V I M A R.
2: Like, what are they Valdemar?
0: Yeah. He yeah. He so was, I thought he,
2: again, just so unsettling. And then there was um the fourth guy, again, blanking on the actor's name, but he was recently polka dot in Suicide Squad, but he was the bigger guy's computer, hyper intelligent who was like organizing everything, dude. And just everything he did was creepy and evil. So yeah, I, right, I enjoyed right. that part. So that's my did super you, in did depth. You guys,
1: did you guys uh notice Dr. Embega?
3: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Yes. I did you not. You fought because... Paul at the end. He's a,
3: he's a, fre- he's a, he's a Fremen. Fremen.
1: Yep. Yep. Oh, that's yeah. cool. I have to go back had, and watch it. Oh. He had a great mm-hmm. uh that little fight was really wonderful. it was a cool part mm-hmm. of the film for me. <laughs> wonderful. It was a cool mm-hmm. part of the film. Um but yeah. So uh you know, I'm I'm gonna go ahead, Steve. Hit me, Duncan. Duncan, Duncan, yeah,
0: Duncan, who mm-hmm. was played by
1: uh, I keep wanting to say Aquaman. You
3: <laughs> yeah. know, we're talking about it. <laughs> will yeah. be Aquaman. I'm Jason sorry,
1: Momoa. Not you, even, Jason. um,
2: what's his phrase from Stargate Atlantis? Yeah, I can't think of his name now. Oh. Ronan Dex,
0: yeah, I liked him best because he had a character that seemed the most real, the way his dialogue was written, the way his dialogue was spoken. He was the most honorable character. He was the one who was the self-sacrifice character who gives up his life to protect his friends uh, in the battle sequence inside the underground area they're on. I liked him the most. Um, Gurney, who was the he was the father, he was very much like an Obi-Wan Kenobi character, you know, very smart, very philosophical and easygoing. Um the the one guy you talked about, the, uh, the uh, Valdemar, the evil henchman, he was definitely job of the hut. And I don't understand because he dies in the film when they bite when he, when Duncan. Excuse me, I'm sorry, Duncan. When um, Gurney bites down on the poison tooth, and I thought everybody dies, but for somehow thirty weight motor oil seemed to revive him. So I was a little, <laughs> a
2: little yeah, stuff.
0: about you know how that how that was why he was. Brought back to life, but I guess they want him around. Oh, I don't and, mind
2: that. That's like Lazarus Pitts. Yeah. I feel and like maybe
0: Paul, who's the main character, just a little whiny. You know, he was very, very kind of emotional. Mm-hmm. And I don't really, really cared a lot about him and the fact he was looking for his, you know, this perfect girl. Um, Again, this is only part one, so they really don't develop where it's going to go, what's going to happen with it. But um, yeah, Duncan was my favorite character; I liked him the most. Cool.
1: Okay. All right, Adina.
3: Yeah. So, in general, I, again, these are characters that I feel like I already had some sense of them from the prior, you know, movie, even though it's been a long time since I've, I'd seen it. But so, I, I feel like I already knew who the characters were, what they were supposed to be doing. So, thinking about how this was cast love the casting i have absolutely yeah. no complaints on the casting i th- thought this was every every casting choice was the right choice um across the board the one funny thing though about jason moma is the weekend before with the family we had just watched the the movie the, the new movie he's in um uh was it slumberland is on oh, netflix yeah, I think so. where he yeah, yeah. Where and it's just that's just such a different character for him. So it was just kind of funny to see him go from that amazingly gregarious character now to this, which is kind of a little gregarious but different. So it was just kind of that was just kind of a funny. But I think he's he's done a. a, a I really like him. He's going to
0: be he's going to be the new um, the rock. He's going to be the yes. new. Yeah, and
3: there's yeah, I saw he's, he's um... going
0: this It was also I think he was a wrestler or something of that nature. Mm-hmm priority but he's going the same route that that the rock is going to do and developing yeah. as a character and like and be
3: everywhere yeah everywhere which is fine i mean again I, I i like him i like mm-hmm. uh, you know yeah, and he good. seems to have a, a good range too yeah. so that's that's like fantastic so yeah no so those were all the 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 good things and i'm gonna say again it's not that so let me just to be clear it's not <laughs> i'm not saying i love the film but i didn't hate it i liked it i liked it you know, okay, I just wish it wasn't me a feel slow. Better. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, no, it's it's not. I'm not going to like say everyone. Oh my God, you have to rush out and go see it. But I liked it, and you know, I just wish it wasn't a slow. That that's my my only yeah. real complaint. I wanted to see the whole thing in one two to three hour movie, not uh, broken up into. This. I think
1: that's, I think really it comes it. it comes down to pr- part of that decision was not just storytelling; it was dollar signs. Can we Short. stretch? Can we yeah. stretch this yeah. out? Just, just like the Hobbit, you know, they yeah, had to add all kinds of stuff into that thing, mm-hmm. yeah. make it Ugh, stretch the three films. Was... <clears throat> so, I, I, I think this film has one of the best ensemble casts of any film mm-hmm. uh, in recent years. I mean, there, there are others that have fantastic, but this one, just, I mean, they hit gold mm-hmm. by the casting of all this. I mean, just superb acting across the board um the acting did not bring this film down in any way Right? oh absolutely 100 percent now the
3: oh the one other cast choice uh the thing i was going to mention that it was to me again just just distracting just because of how i see other people and other things the person who plays paul atreides i'm blanking on the actor's name but it was driving me nuts and i had to pause the film to look this up like 20 or 30 minutes in so i've been watching me and my husband have been watching the new quantum leap series Mm. which is okay you know it's not like oh my god this is a great thing it's like it's enjoyable but there's the, the team that's back with the team that's back in the quantum leap program there's a whole team of people back in the quantum leap program and one of them um Oh, gosh. The character's name is Ian. The actor, though, is an he's a OT. Oh, he, I shouldn't say that. Uh, they're a non-binary actor and mm. looks just like the person playing Paul Atreides. So I really mm. had to be like, this is I, I feel like if this was the same person, I would have already known that. But I had to go look up. They're not the same person, but they no. really their facial features well, like they could be siblings.
1: One of the one of the places we have seen. Uh, this actor, and we should look up his. So, could someone look mm-hmm. up his name right now so we can say it yeah. correct yeah, on air, just is. as Who's a matter that? of honor. Yes, Chrissy. Yes. Um, the actor who played Paul Atreides, uh, Adina, you recognize him yep. from Don't Look Up. Oh, he that's, was right. The that's, right. that's right. Yeah, that's right. kids that? That's right. Jennifer Lawrence's character. Yep. Um, so.
3: Oh, I don't know how to pronounce his, his fancy name. Yeah.
1: Oh, Timothy like Chamolet?
3: Timothy Chamolet? Yes,
0: I believe good, yes. Yeah. yes. There's like a whole series uh, of like Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet. Chalamet, I think, might be pronounced. Chalamet. But yes. Yeah. Uh huh.
1: So let's let's move on. So so great, great comments, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um number three. Uh we've kind of talked about this though, so maybe we'll just talk about it briefly. How was the pacing of the story? Do you care about any of these characters? And because I'm going to go first, go ahead. uh, Everything about this film is perfect and ideal, and y'all are a little bit nuts. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Of course, we're not. I felt I honestly, in my opinion, and and I tend to, um, I, I tend to not mind films that are a little bit slower, uh, like like this film, and this is perhaps maybe why I you know, really enjoyed this film. I was expecting, I knew before I started watching it that it was going to be a three film thing. So I knew the ending was not going to be satisfying or, you know, it's going to be just here we go to the next thing. But I I thought the pacing of the film was fine for what they're trying to accomplish. And uh, I mean, I'm like all in with Paul Atreides. Like I I get the little whiny thing maybe a little Mm -hmm. bit, but at the same time, you think about it, he's got, he's got the pressure of the whole of his whole house. Like he's got a father trying to train him up to teach him how to one day take over. And, and, uh, uh, and I'm going to talk about that a little bit later in another question. We've got his mother kind of grooming him as well. Cause there's this whole other birthright, uh, that he's a part of too. And, um, and then you've got this planet of people that are looking—is he the fulfillment of this prophecy? A lot of stress, a lot of anxiety there built around this character. Um, so for me, excuse me—I thought they—I I, I cared about the characters. I, I didn't want Jason Momoa's character to die. You know, I did. I don't mm-hmm. want. Mm-hmm. You know, I want Paul to be successful. I want to see. Um, you know, I was. I t- even though I know he had to die, I didn't want his dad to die, you know, like, like, Mm -hmm. um, so I, I love all that part of the film. Now, now Mm -hmm. on to, um, we'll let Steve go first this time. Okay.
0: One of the mistakes I made is I didn't watch it with the subtitles. That probably would have explained Mm. a lot more to me and allowed me to keep track of all the characters and the dialogue and stuff, because you love the soundtrack. I'll bet. right Right, Brian oh yeah I love the soundtrack too Cool, but sometimes the soundtrack was so loud that it blotted out a lot of the dialogue so I missed stuff Mm. because of that maybe it was a suspenseful scene or whatever and they brought the sound up and I just I was like what what are they saying (laughs) and I kind of missed on that but again it was a beautiful soundtrack and I know it was there for that reason Um again it's it just went it's some two and a half hour movies go by like that i mean they just fly Mm -hmm. because you're you're pulled into it and you can't you're like you can't oh my god i don't want this to end because it's so exciting Mm
2: -hmm. and this
0: one because of its pacing it was like how long Mm. is this gonna be and it (laughs) just got to be stretched out again they're going with three films they're right. going to stretch it out, and so and
1: it's not an action film either. It's 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 not like there's a ton, you know, of mm-hmm. action stuff happening. It's much more intense in the feel of what the weightiness of what's happening. Um, Remind
0: you a little bit of the Phantom Menace, maybe in its pacing.
1: I don't with think the, so. No, with know. a
0: lot of you Phantom know, Menace was ponderous thing, kind of stuff happening p- with the senate and the judicial (laughs) thing and the planning trade routes and you know it's like okay
3: but at least during those scenes the difference between that and Mm -hmm. this i think though is there is still dialogue which to me dialogue keeps the pace up where in dune Mm -hmm. there was a lot of just the music in the back you know you you don't have people talking Mm -hmm. or anything you you have scenes and you have and that's where it slows down for me is, I get, is, is I get not that. anything yeah. happening.
1: Yeah, I can see that.
2: Yeah. I think and the pace like was a lot slower. Like I felt like with Star Wars, with Phantom Menace, it mm-hmm. slows down when you get to the Senate scene, but I felt like everything is like, all right, we're here. Now we're on Naboo. Mm-hmm. Okay. We got to do this. Thing. Now we're here. But I felt like doing is very much mm-hmm. like, let's, let's be methodical about where we're going. Yeah. Let's take some time. Yeah. and have it- so, so, the, me, to the big but it battle sequence slower. took
0: so long as well. Yeah.
1: Right. Right yeah. Let me let me ask you guys this then, okay? This gets into okay. our next question. Um, how does this film compare to the original? Does it leave you wanting more, or are you fine never <laughs> returning to well, the world of Dune ever again?
3: I feel like we answered that a little bit.
2: I think yeah. yeah I
1: think the consensus. I a think definitive time to tell us where you guys stand on this film. <laughs> so so let's just let's just break it down. Is this better than the eighty four film?
3: Visually, and casting. And a lot of things, it's modern. Like, I, I don't necessarily think the 84 film would hold up to the... Like, I feel like I wouldn't... I would let my son watch this one, not necessarily the 84 one. Because there is a certain... This one does fit with modern day aesthetics and expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that... Th- that's it. And that's it. I mean, because okay. it's it's the yeah. same story. It really is the same story. They're doing the same things. They're, they're doing the the right stuff where... You know, either the Atreides are told they're told, "Hey, you got to go take over the planet." We find out about Paul and the fact that you know his mom did something she wasn't supposed to. She was supposed to have a girl, not a boy, and she trained him and did these things. And he's got the challenge with the the hyper. You know, like you you're going through all the things, and you see the Harkonnens and you see all the stuff. So they're they're doing the same stuff, which is the you know again, I didn't read Dune, but it this is Dune, so it's the same thing. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. Yeah,
1: that's okay. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. That's
0: okay. No, that's fine. <laughs> Steve. No, it's again, I saw 1984 Dune in 1984 and I just don't have any strong memories about it. I mean, I can remember, like, yes, they wore the same inflatable rubber suits, black rubber right, suits oh, to right, protect yeah. them against the environment. But that's about all I remember. I just don't really... Ha- I. I don't have much of a memory because it didn't have that much of an impression upon me, or I just really didn't care. So, uh, you know, I'd rather just weigh this movie on its own merits, you know, did, did it hold my attention? Did it keep me involved? Would I, did I care about the actors and the characters and so on? You know, so rather than, you know, comparing one to the other, it's, it's, it's difficult to do that.
1: Cool. Cool. All right, Chris i did not well, do you my didn't homework that didn't, didn't see the original i yes that was that <laughs> that's was my fault so. <laughs> that's all right you get a you get out of jail <laughs> free card because you're on my side tonight so yeah i remember a whole <laughs> bunch of scenes from
3: the old like i remember the the one that stuck out strongly was that little like um thing that went to kill that was going to go to kill him that like little, oh, little insect
1: looking needle thing with yeah, yeah yeah
3: yeah that's one i think that that the ugliness of Lord harkonnen those are the two things like and Mm -hmm. sting with the original harkonnen those two scenes are the things that stick out strong most strongly in my memory oh and then
1: batista plays the sting character right am am i correct in that yes 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 yeah yeah. okay the nephew it's a different different take on that you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah
3: um but yeah and the other scene that i don't think has been replicated yet is seeing the The people who control the ships with the spice, like I, because I feel like I remember seeing this creature behind, like a kind of a glass, yeah. You know, so
1: yeah, there's a bunch of stuff
3: I like. Just I, I remember snippet scenes. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll answer this question plainly. The scene, this movie is ten times better than the original film. (laughs) Okay. All right. Moving right along. Uh, (laughs) No, 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 no.
3: But here, here's the thing. Because you, because I am, I am interested. In the fact that you you rated the original film as one of your worst, and then now this is mm-hmm. you love this, and again I see it as really I, just it is the same film.
1: So no, I'm, it's I'm, not.
3: I'm, I'm wondering
1: that one was made in eighty four. This one's in two twenty twenty. No, but
3: but the story, <laughs> the same characters, I think just it's having the a same story. Oh, yeah, yeah, because it's, it's uh,
1: it is it is. But I think that there's 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 an advantage in one sense of how they do filmmaking these days compared to back then cuz back back in that time there were very few sequels you know they would have never mm-hmm. dreamed of sp- splitting that story up cuz they couldn't guarantee the first right. film would be worth it would make enough money to make a second mm-hmm. or third film nowadays right. um most studios are willing to take that risk or or that's how we have come to love there's so many movies that are done in two or three parts Mm-hmm. um with sequels like that or or prequels even for crying out loud mm-hmm. um so i think that's a big difference in how we tell stories now but i also want to clarify is so we're doing a lot of clarifying on this uh <laughs> it's always good to clarify. <laughs> okay, is, is uh um i really enjoy this film it's not going to be on my top 10 list ever um or uh, sci-fi or otherwise there's just too many Never say stuff. never you're okay. That's correct. Because that <laughs> especially there's wisdom. two
3: two movies to complete this story. So right. so
1: uh, so I just I, I I just I thought it was also very just aesthetically very well done. I mean yeah. everything about it is mm-hmm. is very um, artistic. And yeah. I mean every camera shot is has an artistic value to it in this mm-hmm. film. And it's just amazing. The cinematography so, is unbelievable. So, so we know that Chris and I will return to the world of Dune. Uh, at least we think, as of right now. Um, uh, but uh, f- let's let's. I'm going to force you guys to talk about your favorite thing about the film, and then also, what's your what's the worst thing? And and maybe we've touched on this a little bit, but what is your favorite thing? And I'm going to go first again. Go ahead, because. My favorite thing about this film is the father-son relationship between Paul and um his father and Lato. Imp- Lato. Imp- it, what, say that again. Lato,
0: Leto. L E T O is the father.
1: Is is I love the scene where they're standing there and Paul Paul basically says, I don't I, what if I don't measure up? What if I'm not able to take over the house? Mm-hmm. And, uh, he's, he's Leto says to his son, if all you ever do is be my son, that's enough for me. And l- I happen to have a father who made me feel that way, even if the, the saying it that way, never, you know, um, had zero doubt. My dad loved me growing up. Um, and still does, so and just, to personally. Have him. right. But I know mm-hmm. so many people who just don't. You know, we need more dads to tell their sons, I- I'm going to love you no matter what. You're good the way you are. Mm-hmm. If all you do is be my son, I'm proud of you. Um, and that just infuses um, respect, respectability, honor, dignity, love, character. Um, when you believe you're good enough, you can... You can go way far and above what mm-hmm. you ever dreamed you possibly could if, sure. if you have someone like that. So for me, that really touched me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've spoken in the past. I've I've had great mentors, older men uh, that have just poured into my life. And so it just it means so much. So for, for me, for them to highlight that in this story was really powerful mm-hmm. and may speak to why I like this film so much, too. Excellent. Um, I just I just thought that was a neat, neat scene. So mm-hmm. that's my favorite thing. The worst um, part of this film uh, for me is I'd, I wanted to see more worms in this first film. I wanted to see a little more of the worms. We get some fantastic scenes mm-hmm. with them, but I was kind of hoping for a little bit more worms, wormy worms. Yeah. <laughs> I like the wormy worms. So I agree. Steve. Doing
0: the um, this is one of those movies that yes you should have seen it in the theater because it is such a grand film filmed on such a large scale it's 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 beautiful it really is it's 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 a beautifully shot film the effects are remarkable and you know yeah you're right the relationship there was a lot of father-son bonding in many of the characters um the way that he was trained right. by um Duncan no not Duncan excuse me well well Duncan for one yeah Duncan and also by Gurney who yeah. was the you know the tough military guy that was Josh Brolin uh, um which yeah. was
3: Patrick Stewart's character in the original
0: that was yeah. it okay the you. yeah yeah so you, there was a lot of you know that type of bonding and teaching and so on that you know you want to see because that's again the Star Wars Taiwan, where everyone right. is teaching Luke how to be a Jedi while everyone was teaching this kid how to be the person he's supposed to be. So that's completely understandable. My worst part of the film, now, the movie takes place in the year 10191, or roughly 20,000 years in the future. Of all the musical instruments that could survive 20,000 years, why did bagpipes end up being
2: the only <laughs> instrument that I was, survives into you the You want to start future? a fight with... Whose idea was that? I what would know. Scotty say to that comment? He would, would be sorry, outraged I'm by sorry,
0: that. I'm sorry, but bagpipes, really? <laughs> um, and then it would just seem kind of, uh, you know, again, one of the stories bags is... Pipe forever.
1: Like, oh, please. Hashtag bags pipe forever
0: yeah well, what's the old joke? yeah, how do you know if you're tuned to a bagpipe? You don't okay because... <laughs> um it just you know they they want to do a lot of little sword and sorcery, and you have the big fight with the swords with everybody at the end of the film, and they all have the um that force shield that they that oh, remember that the cool. early lessons that he's taking with uh with uh gurney and they're doing that and they they can't hurt each other because he says when you it only works if you go slowly but in a big battle like that everybody's moving quickly so i'm going why is that force field not you know failing and anyway it was just uh, some you know little things like that that i should not even complain about but um
3: no, the, also, that wor- that comment about the working go slowly. It's the you can get something through if you go slow. Yeah, right,
0: oh, okay. right. So yes. if, yeah, if you were in a bat- when you're going you're fast, in a, it's a, yeah, yeah. But those big battle sequences, they're stabbing mm-hmm. each other and fighting and all that with swords. Yeah. it should have protected them. It should not. Yeah, and have... it, gen-
3: it generally did. It generally did. Yeah. You have to get the right movement, the right, the like yeah. kind of right slow movement to to get through yeah. it. Yeah. You know,
2: it, well, it why don't just... shields regenerate on Star Trek? That bugs me. Don't don't take the bait on this one, Steve. Keep going, <laughs> keep rolling,
0: <laughs> because that's drama. Right, <laughs> if the okay. shields fail, it's it's drama. Right, you want know, that drama there, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, and you're right, Brian. I wanted more sandworms. Hmm. I really did. I thought that that was going to become there. They were going to be more threatening, but all you end up seeing of them is eating a giant uh, harvester, and that's it. And there's really nothing more other than it coming up and looking at Paul, uh, Paul and going, hmm, "How you doing? They're okay, you know." And right. that's about is, it. So the there one? wasn't really any terror with the start with them that you should have expected in the movie. So anyway, enough. Interesting. of Interesting. It'll be interesting
1: yeah. to see what they do in the next one as far as yeah, goes. Yeah. Chris, have so have I we think... talked? His Adina, Chris, Adina, have you gone yet?
3: not not with a but i'm okay to go
1: last because i don't know what i'm going to say yet okay go ahead chris Chris.
2: (laughs) for me the best thing i think again the aesthetics like i love the cinematography the lighting mm -hmm. was amazing but i just like one of the things i found so interesting was like not just the lighting in terms of like how they shot scenes but just their actual lights how it seemed like every scene They would have like that floating light, but nothing would give off enough light to be comfortable. It was almost like everything was just a little bit dim. And I just found that so interesting in terms of like, what does that mean about the society? And so all of the aesthetics and the overall feeling and discomfort, I really liked. I would say the thing that is probably the worst thing about the movie is the pace. Like in the theater, I thought, okay, I can deal with it because it's Friday night. It's fun. I'm into the movie. But it's slow. And I don't know that this is something that I could watch on repeat viewings where if I'm driving somewhere, like I was driving to my girlfriend's place and she lives in a place called Barry, which is an hour away from Toronto. And I was like, all right, I'm going to listen to Search for Spock. I can't do that with Dune. I'm not oh, going to yeah. have a fun time yeah. just listening to, to Dune. Where, so, yeah, it's not something that I'm going to rewatch, like I'm rewatching all of my favorite movies. So I think that, for me, is probably the the worst thing about it is is the uh the pace
1: i think i think hearing you guys all say this about the pace um is interesting and it's probably a great it's probably good they have such an amazing cast
2: mm-hmm, definitely
1: and and definitely having incredible special effects and all that stuff you know uh is is helping um people get through these films i guess that way so i i hear what you guys are saying i just for me i guess i don't mind like uh, star trek the motion picture is incredibly slow Oof, but i don't that's... mind it because it's it is what it is and you know what i mean so i, I say, guess you can say the Doom... same
0: thing about 2001 a space odyssey one oh, of yeah. the greatest science fictions builds of all time and you're going oh let's just see them watching them eating food
2: i love their sandwiches though here. like do you see how perfect they are they're they're wrapped really well they look they look like such good sandwiches <laughs> but even mm-hmm. 2001 i'll say same with motion picture it's a movie where i'll watch it in parts like i don't think i could watch motion picture from start to finish without pausing i usually will have to I'm, and i'm always going to skip the uh, the transporter scene um but just generally speaking it's like i'll watch it in parts same with 2001 i don't know that i could sit down and just watch 2001 from beginning to yeah. end
0: I will throw this into you, and you probably have never seen this film, but there was a German film called Das Boot. Mm-hmm. Oh, World I War did II see epic. this.
2: Yeah. The, the yep. Orange Guy. Okay. That's what I remember.
0: All right. When it came out after a period of time, they re released it with an additional hour added to it, of which the entire hour was spent on the bottom of the ocean as they're trying to repair their diesel, their diesel electric motors to be able to get back off the surface. You would think that that would be absolutely boring. No, the tension was so well done that it it still made the movie. So you you actually lengthened the film, and it got more exciting. Mm. So you know it can be done. It can be done.
3: Yeah. Athena. Well, if there's actual to just to say with that, I mean, in that case, it sounds like there was actually there was. It wasn't just a scene. It was details. They were providing you the, you know, the the, the viewer with a lot more detail of what's going on. So that Mm made it, made it work where here we just, we saw, we just saw, it wasn't detail. It was just kind of big broad stuff. And I I feel like they repeated Paul's vision scenes, you know, like the fact that he gets the visions of dreams. I feel like that was very ultra repetitive. Like we saw Mm -hmm. the scene of the girl, that he ultimately, mm-hmm. you know, meets like, okay, we, we get it. We've seen this now actually let us meet the girl, mm-hmm. you know, but I think we saw her like a dozen times before we actually met her. And that was mm-hmm. kind of annoying. I'm trying to come up with a favorite, you know, yes, this aesthetics were, were, were definitely a highlight. Mm-hmm. I want to come up with a specific moment like Brian did. Mm. Like, I mean, I think thought, thought there were a lot of really interesting and well done moments like the moment when um, uh, the father, Atreides, uh, Leto, when mm-hmm. when he's like splayed out there all naked. And... Anyway, you know, when he... But you feel you know, bad uh, for him
0: in that scene. You're like, the poor yeah. guy is, he's he's, he's yeah. incapacitated and he's just got to stand there and listen to them mm-hmm. berating until he goes chomp and gets yep. his revenge. That, but that was really what well that?
3: done. That was like really, really well done. Mm-hmm. So, but is it my favorite? No. No. You know, there, like I said, there's just like there are all these moments. Like each time they that um the the late lady and Paul, they use the voice they, mm-hmm. they're using that the weirding voice. Mm-hmm. You know, again, each one of those really well done, but I, I'm not finding one that like Brian had this real connection to that one moment. Mm-hmm. Nothing rises yeah. to that level.
0: So what you really the, there uh... was you didn't really have, have, like associate quickly or feel connected to any one specific actor or character in the film. There was
1: right. nothing about um, uh, uh, Lady Jessica's as the mother to Paul Atreides, like mm-hmm. that mother-son, like her desire, like intense. Well, so one, motherly she doesn't look like
3: that. his mother. She looks like she's a year older than him. I like her. And, I, and again, I, I get everything, but she does not look motherly to me she looks like she's his older sister
1: Mm -hmm.
3: um and i know that 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 might be taking back a little bit what i said this was really well cast because i still liked her i liked how she portrayed the role but i didn't get an overly mother motherly vibe Mm -hmm. from her but i liked still the things she was able to do i liked it when they were in captured they were in the dragonfly ship and you know paul gave her the opportunity to off the guy, so they could escape. I mean, I, I like that she did that. Um, what like about, I, said, I liked a lot of things, but nothing rises to like this. Nothing rises above the like level.
2: What <laughs> about the box test? I don't know what the, what the term is, but when he has to stick yeah. his hand in the box, uh, that's yeah, pretty cool. Which they
3: did in. I, I, you know, yeah. I remember that scene in the original movie too. Okay, yeah, it was cool.
1: But not like I the Reverend worse. Mother. That character was played by Charlotte Rampling, and. I uh, just wanted nothing to do with that lady. Move her right <laughs> along, you know, <laughs> and I got We haven't mentioned uh, Javier Bardem in his, his character. Oh, right. Um, yes. Stilger. And he, I, I loved his entrance scene where he's brought before um, mm-hmm. uh, Duke Lido and spits on the table, you know, and Jason Momoa has to thank you for, Honoring us with your body Ass, water you know? um, they all and cool. The right? yeah. And then and then uh uh I loved that introduction to that whole group of people then when Paul and Lady Jessica are on the rock and they find them and then Paul has to fight Dr. Mbega from Star to Exchange New Worlds, you know. Um, to me that whole scene was riveting and hearing about their culture and all of that, you know, I thought that was pretty, pretty well done. Mm -hmm. But again, it's towards the end of the film,
0: Brian, you know, that actor, I kept wondering, why does he look so familiar? The guy that he battles with and I never realized he (laughs) was in strange new worlds. Thank you. I'm going, I, I, this guy looks familiar. Where have I seen him before? Thank you. That's
1: allison I'm probably butchering. Uh, that's
0: okay you thank you for clarifying yeah that.
1: so See, i
2: did not catch that one like when i saw i should have i should have rewatched it but when i saw it originally it's like that was before strange new world so i didn't realize oh that's in mm-hmm, benga
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah thank you
1: cool. <laughs> all right guys all right let's let's do this I, i'm gonna end a couple of years misery here and <laughs> chris and i'll continue on the zoom call misery about... no it's
3: not that bad <laughs> <laughs> it's, really, it's not that I'm bad. i'm
1: teasing i'm teasing what, but you uh, know
0: something, Brian? We can't, if we all agree that everything is perfect, then we'll never have a five worst mm-hmm. films of all time or our mm-hmm. 10 right. best films of all time. We we have to have disagreements. And I think I've said it before, it's like beef stew. Either you love it or you don't love it, yeah. whatever the case may be. Have you mentioned beef stew you know? before?
1: Depends I feel like on, I haven't heard you say on, that. Depends on who makes the beef stew. That's
0: See, there you go. <laughs> who makes the movie? It's also applied. Yep. So, yep. you know... So again, it's you know, the fact that you love it, thank you. You know, yeah, I'm sure yeah. you are part of the other group of people that spent four hundred million dollars to send and ticket sales for this film right. that made right. it popular.
1: Yep. So so with that, without further ado, mm-hmm. uh shall we rate this film? This should be entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um mm. so on a scale of one to four, four being oh, fabulous one being total garbage okay so you're going to have to just be real gritty here real honest mm-hmm. not that i expect anything less from you fabulous people um so let's let's rate this film okay. and i'll go last and then i'll kind of do an, an sure. outro here um but let's let's start with our friend chris we'll let we'll let we'll let canada go first
2: okay what is this is where i'm trying to figure out what's the equivalent of a 7.5 that's an
1: earthquake.
0: Scale. I wouldn't want that in Los Angeles.
2: No. It's <laughs> 3. It's a 3. I don't know how you guys don't percent. get it's a three. scared. Yeah, 3. three. Oh, okay, it'd be 3. Okay. <laughs> I'll give it a 3 then.
1: Awesome. Cuz I liked it a lot, oh, but great. I don't
2: think it ranked as my like mm-hmm. my all-time favorite movie. It's not mm-hmm. it's not something that I'm going to watch again and again. I mm-hmm. think it's very much like this is a, was an amazing experience, but I don't know how often I want to go back to it.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Adina
3: I would say if that is what the definition of a three is, I'm I'm somewhere close to you know maybe just a a, a slight under a three, but close to a three.
0: Okay. Okay. Two point seven to two point eight, something like that.
3: Yeah, something like that. <laughs>
0: okay, Steve, I'll give it a two. Okay. Um, garbage, absolutely not. Slow and pondering, absolutely. Watch it again. I I don't know if I can commit <laughs> to that or not.
1: Okay. I will say this, I'm probably not going to watch this film again unless someone begs me to watch it with them cuz I've just watched it twice in a row and then I watched it shortly after it came out. So, mm-hmm. I'm three times I'm probably good. Um, but I do really like this film and I'm going to give it a 3.5. Excellent. Um because I I think you guys have helped me think through a few things. I I think the pacing is that's, that's part of the issue with the film that maybe doesn't make it a four all the way for Mm -hmm. me. I think the acting is superb. Um, The camera work, the editing, the, um, you know, the music is phenomenal. Hans Zimmer um, Mm -hmm. score here. Of course, this is a great film for it's just right up his alley. Um, So 3.5 for the 2021 film adaptation of Frank Herbert's Dune. Are there any last words on this sect on this thing before I close us out today?
3: I don't think I, I pronounced up. a single name right this evening. They're I think so... I was saying Jason Momoa it wrong too, and No, I, you said I, no, I think we that is correct, that right. Momoa.
0: Yeah, Jason Momoa, <laughs> you get that.
3: Now, as someone whose name is routinely butchered, I'm uh, I'm just it, it's I'm oh. numb to it. I think, but I, I shouldn't think. But I so i apologize for every i should put a dollar in some jar somewhere for every name i butchered tonight
1: <laughs>
2: that is okay yeah
1: it's okay nah.
2: question can we can we do the thing because I, I love bringing up moonfall can we like compare every movie to moonfall from now on better or worse <laughs> oh, yeah we've already acknowledged it, it's better
1: this is way better than moonfall for me this <laughs> is a million
2: times better than moonfall i just want to know okay so here's my question Dune Part Two or Sunfall? Mm-hmm. Sequel to Moonfall? Where's the sun this time coming towards the Earth? This is not a real movie.
3: No, no.
2: I just had to ask. They'd no. have
1: to be desperate for a sequel at that point if they call it I, Sunfall. I think. I mean, that's the I end of the, hope the universe, right there. At least, right? Yeah, that wouldn't work.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That would be like a episode a movie with a supernova based film or something where the earth the sun i mean is exploding. and june
3: part two and three i'm i'm curious to see how they what they do yeah again especially know, knowing the original although and now I actually want to go back and and watch the nineteen eighty four one possibly before this comes out hmm. the next one comes out
1: i yeah. i'm I'm more interested in watch in reading the book um than i am watching the yeah but mm-hmm. i but i mean you know. Knock yourself both. out. Knock yourself out. That's great. Um, you, I believe
0: there are multiple books as well.
2: There's a lot of books. Mm-hmm. Though, There's to like
0: six, six of work? them, my friend. But the movie and I, the the you
3: know, the 1984 movie was from Dune, not Children of Dune, not any of the other. It was Dune, right. just Dune.
0: Mm-hmm. And was the book? Yeah, and was the book like a cliffhanger or was it a completed book? Uh, it
3: was a completed book. Yeah. It, okay. It, so the 1984 movie tracked the book dune the Mm -hmm. dune was a complete book um this i guess is going to be three to do the same the same same arc now before i think i'm pretty sure that dune originally when it was originally 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 published in the late 60s early 70s it was published as a serial like a two or three part serial first Mm -hmm. before it was a oh
1: i I didn't know that
3: yeah I think I could I could be wrong someone would have to Got look it. up Frank Herbert okay. and look that up but I think it yeah. was but that was that was typical back then in some of the magazines where they would do some of the things that we know now as novels started out as serials.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, interesting. Very interesting. Right. Well guys, thank you uh for your time this evening sure. uh, for us mm-hmm. as we record this podcast. This is episode 2 of season 3. Oh my goodness, we are 3 seasons Whoa. in. No. Yes. Yeah, we are. Yeah. And uh, um, what are you shaking your head? No, for it, Dina. <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm, I was, uh, I don't
3: know. Um, it's been a long day. I'm in Florida. I'm in Florida. The sun sun's head. getting
1: yeah. to her, fellas. The sun's getting to her. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's, it's our start of season three. We're at the beginning of season three. Let's all agree to that. There you go. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Yes, that's <laughs> right the beginning. Uh, we're 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 just coming up on a year uh, here. Uh, very soon, right? Is it February? I think yeah. So yeah, February. February, yeah, February. Oh my goodness! So, uh, it's very exciting for us, and things are moving right along, and we just love getting together talking about all things science fiction, um, and we invite you to get a become a part of the conversation. Join the conversation on Facebook. We have a Facebook group that you we would love to have you join and just look up the big sci-fi podcast. It'll come up. Just gotta answer a couple questions. That's it. Nothing big at all. And come and join the conversation. And I I guarantee you that Adina, Chris, Steve, and myself are looking at that regularly and we interact and we post and love to hear your feedback. We do polls. Uh, all sorts of fun stuff. It's a great way to interact with us and other people who love science fiction from all around the world. So look, look up that. Also, we have an Instagram account as well, The Big Sci-Fi Podcast. We've got a growing YouTube page in large part thanks to our, our friend Chris here. Um, you've been hopefully catching What About Frank here lately. And uh, uh, we've got a growing YouTube page, so get on there. Don't just watch the videos, folks. Like and subscribe and share. We like the likes and and review all that. If if you've listened to our podcast and are able to write a review or give a star rating of some kind, please take a moment and do that uh, for us. That really helps get the podcast out to more people. Let me tell you what I know. You enjoyed um, David Gerald in episode one. Wait until next week's episode. You're going to have an absolute blast, and we'll let you be surprised by that. It's going to be great. So until next time, guys, keep working hard, doing good, being good. Love somebody you love. That's terrible. Love somebody you love. Uh, I, don't I believe know. that's just...
0: a song. You got to love somebody you love. Yeah, it's, it's
2: kind of what, what I was hearing in my head. Yeah, there it is. I need somebody, somebody to love. love.
1: And anyways, um, uh, I'm just going to say good night and goodbye because I've ruined my ending already, all right? Until (laughs) next time, guys, keep listening to the big sci-fi podcast.